Hey guys, Scott Weber here, Nova James Virtuosity. Uh, starting this podcast up again. Want to uh, really focus on the conversation on something that I don't feel like is really being talked about in a whole lot of uh, specifics within the CrossFit competitive realm, and that's the Masters division or the age groups in general, but specifically the different divisions within. Um, within the masters, uh, different masters age groups. So uh, I myself am newly newly into the masters division uh, relatively. I'm 36, I'll be 37 this year uh, during the open, or, or I should say for the game. So I would still fall into that 35 to 39 age group. Um, so kind of at the beginning of this, and I just want to kind of document and record my journey through the Masters competitiveness side of uh, CrossFit. Uh, I'm by no means a high-level competitor. Goals, uh, goals for the future, but uh, working on it, life, there's many other things in life that, that take precedence for me over, over being competitive within CrossFit, but I still... Uh, am attempting to train a little more than just the average everyday crossfitters, a little more than just that one hour a day, um, but not so much that it looks like what I feel the, especially the younger age groups within the masters are very similar to the, that of the open division, right? Uh, you know, open division athletes now that are competitive within the sport are they're doing this as a job right this is their nine to five type job for the majority of them right in order to be competitive in the in the field now you've you've got to focus everything on doing CrossFit and being a competitor Uh, and I believe that's the same way for the initial age group divisions within, obviously, for sure, uh, from the teenage division, it's a little bit different focus, much like uh, a high school athlete would be uh, focused, but a high school athlete that's preparing to try to go into a sport in college, right, At, under a, whether that be uh, with a scholarship, ideally, or even just, uh, just to get on a competitive uh, college team whether that be in football, basketball, lacrosse, swimming, you know, you, you name the sport. And I believe that's very similar to, or excuse me, I believe that the beginning divisions of the master's groups, the 35 to 39 and the 40 to 44 age group are largely focused the same way as the individual competitors, Right. Uh, especially the 35 to 39, because CrossFit has been around for a while now, um, and the age groups have been around for quite a while now. What we're seeing is a lot of the old school CrossFitters, competitive CrossFitters that we saw back in the early days, 2007, 2008, 2009, and even into 2010, we're seeing those really at the top end of the sport during those years, 
they're now, a good majority of them are in the uh, master's division. Uh, and primarily within that 35 to 39 or even the 40 to 44 age group. Specifically, we can point out some people, um, you know, Neil Maddox is a great example. He was one of the older competitors when he was competing as an individual on the individual side of things. And now that he's kind of transitioned a little bit, uh, but he's still very much just a competitive athlete. Um, Kyle Kasperbauer in the 35 to 39 age group is, and obviously, you know, having one. Um, those are some, some real key examples. And you're going to get a lot of people that I think uh, are not going to transition into the Masters divisions. They might either go team or simply walk away from the competitive uh, atmosphere because they have been doing it for so long. But we're kind of in like this very unique situation where there's a lot of athletes that were maybe in the middle of the pack or regional competitors. Uh, while they were in the individual side and then have transitioned into the master's division and are still at a very peak level within their um, athleticism and within their fitness. So I think that's unique to the younger age groups within the masters. But as you get over 40 and really after you get past the mid-40s, there's a drastic change that happens, right? The body does not recover the same way. So care has to be taken. There's a lot lower volume, I think, uh, comparatively for those Masters athletes as opposed to the individuals. So they're able to have those primary jobs on the side or the other things within life that might take up a little bit more time outside of being a competitive CrossFit athlete. Um, That's kind of the direction that I'm looking at myself going uh, I I never played competitive sports in, in high school. Or in, I did a little bit of high school. I rode in high school, but I wasn't by any means a, a top-level athlete uh, in high school, and I didn't compete at a collegiate level uh, I, on any in any sport. Uh, going into the military directly out of high school obviously changed my path for that, and then I got into CrossFit, later on in life. And I think that there is a really unique position for people like myself or people that might have been competitive in college, high school and college sports and then went on to get careers in the business world, whether that be running their own business or working in corporate America or whatever it might be, that then when they get into their, you know, mid to late 30s and into their 40s are getting into a a position in their life where they have a little bit more stability financially and with their job, families started to develop a little bit more, kids are getting a little bit older, and it kind of opens up that opportunity to get back into the competitiveness. And Cross is a great, great opportunity for those types of individuals. And that's kind of where I see myself. Like I said, I never played competitive collegiate sports. Uh, But being in the military, obviously I was fit. Um, But I 
got into CrossFit late, but I'm still super competitive. So I really like the competitive side of the sport, and I would love to be more competitive. But it's not something that I can necessarily do for a living, because even if I dedicated the time and focus into being a competitive athlete, at my age, as I'm getting up there closer to 40, my body is starting to break down a little bit more. It takes a little bit longer to recover. And so I'm not really competitive with the individual athletes in the sport, but I can very likely be competitive within my age group, which is, I think, the entire focus of where CrossFit's going with the different age group uh, competition. So I don't think that's being talked about a whole lot. There's tons of media, tons of platforms that are out there talking about competitive CrossFit, especially with all the changes that we've seen in the 2019 season and continue to see going forward into the 2020 season and beyond where CrossFit's removing themselves from the role of the media side of things and really focusing more on developing the affiliate and growing the entire fitness and health realm of the world through CrossFit. It's left all this area open for third parties, if you will, um, entities like uh, the Morning Chalk Up, the Rogue uh, Media Team, Arm and Hammer with his, uh, his, his podcasts and videos, uh, and, and Craig Ritchie with uh, the Hustle Made group. There's, there's, there's an endless number of them that are out there. And I think they're doing an incredible job, and they've obviously been doing this for a little while now, and it's just kind of given them an opportunity to grow their brands and grow uh, their kind of uh, stake in the in the space of, of fitness and, and of CrossFit. And so I think that's super awesome, and I think it's going to do amazing, amazing things for CrossFit as a whole and for uh, the competitive fitness world. What what I think is kind of missing from all of those other entities is nobody is specifically talking about the age groups and specifically the masters, right? A lot of those entities talk about the the, the teenage divisions because those are the up-and-comers. Those are the people we're getting ready to see in the individual competition side of the sport. So there's a there's a talking point there for those. But the master's divisions are kind of separated. And so I kind of want to use this podcast and, you know, we'll see where it goes. I, I'm, I'm interested in all of fitness and health and specifically CrossFit, but I kind of want to start the dialogue, start the conversation with the master's division. So that's kind of where this podcast is going to go. This is just really an introductory podcast. This is kind of me getting my feet wet into how to do this and uh, work out some of the kinks and and getting the publication out there and trying to just get some content built up. So this is just kind of my introduction, kind of letting you guys know, hey, I want to talk about the Masters athletes. So over the course of the next several months, I'm going to work on pulling some statistics and some different 
uh, talking points that come specifically out of the master's divisions within competitive CrossFit and start the conversation, start talking about it, bring some light to these incredible, incredible athletes that are doing so much more than just competing. Because that really is what fascinates me the most about uh, about CrossFit is the fact that when you look at the, the individual competitors and the competitive landscape of CrossFit and you look at where, where we started when you look back at, you know, the first CrossFit Games in 2007 in comparison to what happened, what's happening now uh, in the present field and the, the level of athleticism and fitness that has just tremendously, tremendously changed. It, it's absolutely incredible to see what individuals are doing with, with their fitness. And even more so than that, that's, that's even more incredible to me, is the storyline behind these Masters athletes. Because these are people that have nine-to-five jobs or full-time other commitments outside of being a competitive athlete, and they're still doing some amazing, amazing things within the world of fitness. And so I want to kind of open the dialogue and start talking about that. So I hope you guys are excited about that as much as I am. And if you are, please follow the podcast um, as well as go on, check out our website. It's just a blog website. It has a lot of stuff in there about general fitness things. Um, NovaJamesVirtuosity.com. My wife and I, my wife Annika and I, uh, started it about two years ago. And we went to the games in 2018. We have some some blogs that we wrote on our experience at the games, uh, kind of the last games that was in the old era where we had regionals and then the, the general uh, regular, you know, kind of game season. So a little bit of insight into who we are and and, and what we're doing. And uh, as time progresses and, and as these weeks and months go by, I'm going to start putting up some more content on what's going on with these uh, Masters athletes within the realm of competitive CrossFit as well as throwing some stuff out there uh, just in general on fitness and health. That's always a great thing to talk about, and we're, we're going to continue doing that. But I really want to focus this podcast on the, the competitive nature of Masters athletes within the realm of CrossFit. So I'm really excited about it. I'm, I'm going to try to get uh, a podcast out at least once a week. Um, they're going to be pretty rudimentary to start with. Uh, my tech savviness is, is not the greatest, uh, but I but I have found this really awesome app that allows me to do these recordings right on my phone, so I'll bear with some of the technical difficulties as it, as it uh, pertains to the actual uh, sound quality and stuff like that. We'll work those kinks out and try to improve those as I go and, and learn more about this, but didn't really want to wait till I figured that out completely, rather just start getting some content out there and get the conversation started. So look forward to talking to you guys, and uh, please feel free throw me an email um, or, you know, jump on the website, novajamesvirtuosity.com, and, uh, you know, put in some comments up there on the blog post and different different resources on there. We'll get the uh, social media the social media platforms up and running here in the near future, so there's another place for you guys to submit some comments and let me know what you think, 
and things you want to hear, and that's what we'll talk about. All right, I look I look forward to it, guys, and um, we'll be talking at you soon.